Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Dark Moon of Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also... Solo and Star Wars story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast. The Force is strong with you all. And remember, sit Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best. May the Force be with you. And hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. And I'm Josh. And there's not that much to talk about this week. And I'm not just setting that up as a joke like I usually do. There, there really isn't that much that has happened in the past week. Um, but we have been talking a lot on our Patreon. Wow. Yes. On our did. Patreon. Wow. <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of really interesting stuff on there, including Sabak Talk, which all you love, which, which we love that you love it. So don't worry. More content is on the way. And then also, uh, and then we have some new unboxing videos coming up, and we've actually had a lot of people sign up for our for our sixty six Kyber Crystal tier, which is super cool because it also includes um, everything from the other tiers. So that's super exciting. Uh, for today's episode, for the news, uh, the the main thing to talk about is all the shows that have been nominated for a couple of Emmys. We got Book of You know what they're the nominated for specifically? Uh, no, I don't. But if you keep talking and, and act like you know what you're talking about, I will go and do the research. Of course. I would love you to go ahead and <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and grab, uh, come up with the, the Because like, if Book of Boba Fett gets nominated, I really want to know what it's going to be for. Yeah. I'm going to assume it's costume design. Um maybe best score and i don't think i really don't want it to be best supporting actress boba fat dun 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 not because i don't think she did a good job it's just like i i you really wouldn't think it's that that oh, amazing okay here we go are, are you ready all right so uh in the category of outstanding fantasy sci-fi costumes uh and then you have in the category of outstanding sound Editing for a comedy or drama series. And uh, in the category of outstanding special visual effects in, in a season or a movie. And in the category of outstanding stunt coordination for a drama series. Limited and um, anthology series or movies. So boom, there you go. And then you also got Visions. As well, that one, one, just one. It was for the outstanding short form animated program. Uh, and something I was actually talking to Brooke about, which I'm curious about what your uh, of of your opinion is. Do you think that all of these shows on Disney Plus are going to be getting a lot of like 
more attention, more Emmys and everything because of they have a a movie budget um compared to you know shows like ncis and like suits and like you know. well i i think the 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 ma- like the the major <laughs> turns of like it's good uh turns of people immediately trying to switch over is like when we started having hbo specials like when you had like a whole run of hbo shows like i remember law and order winning a whole bunch and then it went to like yeah. you had like sopranos and then you had like game of thrones winning like everything and i feel like this is um you know i i think it's like star wars disney kind of side of turn where you can start making their big budget tv shows like our mini series yeah and yeah definitely like that's going to be able to win them a lot more awards um do I think Boba Fett deserves those? I really did like costume design. Costume design went pretty nuts, and I don't think it's even on there. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I really enjoyed the bug of Boba Fett. I, but something that actually I probably haven't really talked about is I've only watched it only once. I've only watched the entire show like all the way through once. And I know, like, David and, like, everyone else has watched it through, like, multiple times. But I only watched it, like, once. So, I I, I feel like if I go back and re-watch it, uh, I'll definitely pick up a new you, things. You can kind of, like, take off your hype filter, is I feel like we yeah. did hype up quite a lot that, like, I mean, it, it is warranted, but we hyped up a lot the fact that Boba was going to do so much that every single episode was a letdown from him not doing as much as we had wanted and i i felt like when you actually do watch rewatch the series um even with the whole show being called boba fett it's morely just what's happening um on tatooine yeah i thought all of the different perspectives of tatooine were super exciting i loved that we explored more of moss espa and we did explore more of Boba's story, but to me, seeing him in present day, it just it didn't feel like the character. The only time that I really felt like this is Boba Fett was when he was back in his ship, um, and he was taken down the gang that slaughtered, um, that that he thought like that slaughtered all the other Tuscan Raiders. And I, and at that moment, that felt like Boba Fett. But then you have the scene where he's fighting Black Chrysanthemum. He gets his ass handed to him. And then he comes down the stairs. And, <laughs> In the robe. <laughs> and he's wearing a bathrobe. And he's like, hey, everything good? Cool. I will go in the kitchen and I'll go and make a sandwich. And this is like, dude, no. That it, it is, is not. It is it is Mason's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Mason's so, favorite series. Yeah. Um, what was something that was? Oh, okay. The, okay so the, you saw the see the four of them. So it's like outstanding fantasy and sci-fi costumes. And I'm like, yeah. I want to know what who else was in that category because I feel like, of course, they would win. I can't really think of any one other ones right now. I am. So something that I'm thinking about is. 
the rings of power when it comes out next year oh yeah no 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 no, no. Of, of, of when it comes out this year and then they have the emmys think about how many oscars that the uh that return of the king won but imagine how many emmys that the rings of power is going to be if the story is good and just all of it like all together because that is the like the highest budget series that has ever been made so i'm hoping and from the new trailer that we saw like it it's it it's gonna be crazy and they're also gonna have the mando next year ahsoka next year all of these shows on disney plus will be competing with themselves because not only that they also had um a couple of the marvel shows oh yeah loki's on there yep loki moon knight um stranger things 113 already yep Jeez. yeah i mean sorry no they did not win 13 they were nominated for 13 so nominated for 13 okay yeah interesting yeah i i would have thought that most of it's going to be yeah most of this is going disney's way like currently for like all the shows that are nominated right now yeah yeah, so we'll yeah, outstanding sci-fi, uh, uh, fantasy, and sci-fi costumes. Book of Boba Fett. Um, they also have Loki, Moon Knight, Star Trek Picard. What we do with this? Sh- what we do in the shadows, and The Witcher. Yeah, and uh, out of all of those, what would you pick? Because I like honestly, like if we're talking about design wise costume wise i do really really like um like boba fett's side sci-fi and fantasy costumes i would i would say that like overall i think boba uh, book of boba fett has it because there's just so much like substance in that but i would say that like i enjoyed moon knight's designs of the three different i mean the two different moon knight costumes like, I agree. If if you're talking about overall, in my opinion, it would be the book of Boba Fett winning that one. Um, Star Trek Picard's ones were pretty good. What we do in the shadows was also pretty good. And um, I know a lot of people like a lot of people love that show. Have you watched that? Yep. Well, I mean, I've watched the show. I, the, the movie was the original. Yeah, I love the movie. <laughs> Film back in New Zealand too. Uh. Yeah, so I'm I'm guessing next year we'll probably get for Star Wars. We'll definitely get more Emmys, um, and I think it will be in competition with Rings of Power because I think that will be like the big competition for next year uh, because the show will be falling into next year as well. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But something that. Uh, that we haven't talked about of, of you and I, because I to- totally forgot that this dropped was San, San Diego Comic-Con is having a couple of exclusives, right? And one of them is this. Oh, yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, of, of, of the rescue set. And then there's... It's the Kenner one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like it. Uh, all the flame pieces were really, really cool. Um... Is it, is it seventy four dollars? I think that one is, or is it? Yeah, I think that one's seventy four dollars. And then I saw um, you have yeah, the, the Cassian one, so. one that actually comes with the new droid, and then he will be there as well. 
Um, he's not San Diego exclusive be, uh, because he, he was actually over at, um, at, at star celebration and he sold out real quick, <laughs> like real quick, dude. Uh, what do you think about that new droid? I'm curious of what its purpose is because for the other droids, it's a, like, it's a blocky astromech. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Roblox astromech. Finally. Can it can it turn itself into a trash can? I mean, like, what's? <laughs> it reminds I'm, me. I'm it's like a Star Wars. That. Yeah, it's it's very blocky. I like it. It's it's interesting. It's different. Yeah. But yeah, so there's that. Yep. Here we go. Here's our here's our one shot of it, right there. There you go. Are we gonna have another Lola situation? I wonder mm-hmm. if this is act. I like. I, I really like this shot. It's a cool yeah. shot. Yeah. No. No. Um. I'm. Uh, I. I really am excited for the Andor series because it, it. It really is just going to dive deeper into that. You know, into that darker. Would you say that that is the time the 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 number one thing. Like I would say, like that is the number one movie before. Like, yeah, that's the main the main thing before the Mandalorian that was like the most Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. By far, uh, I don't think that I don't think that movie like makes fans of Star like the original trilogy mad. I haven't seen one fan be like, I did not like that at all. No, I, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I think I've heard a couple of people like, oh, I fell asleep, and and I'm like, and what part? And they're like, oh, like the beginning, and like I just I I didn't get the whole, um, Krennic thing like coming to him and then his wife died and i was just like okay and i was like what i was like did you not see the rest of it and they were like no i was like okay so not not everyone likes it but but most people are going in not open-minded i think andor will definitely make will will make people appreciate rogue one even more but it's funny because this movie of Rogue One is not like the prequels where people didn't like, you know, people didn't really like the prequels until the Clone Wars came out is what some people say. And then when they watched the Clone Wars TV show and then they got all the way to the final season, they were like, wow, you know, I appreciate it more because of the um, because of the Clone Wars made it more um, meaningful and watchful. And I don't think Andor is doing that. I think Andor is just kind of expanding that story of rogue one and making you fall in love with the character cassian and k2so when it comes into the second season even more Yeah, it, it really is funny how much when i saw that original film i was like i, I already we, we already all love the original trilogy but it was just like yeah. yeah this is this is enough and it's giving me enough to where i'm like gave me really good fond memories of it and i'm like wow that was it's like if i already know what's going to happen in our end goal it's rare for me to be like wow, that was still worth my time. And I think that's something <clears throat> in Star Wars that's really hard. And it's kind of like, hey, if we know what the end goal is, we need to set up these characters for you to care about in a short amount of time. Because like most people just, I, 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 like most people I hear, like I only care for the Skywalker saga. Like I just want to hear from the beginning, middle and end of the whole Skywalker saga. 100% yeah. okay. Those are your main players in the game. But I feel like because we had such a gap between the prequels 
and the sequels for the original trilogy fans, everyone started going off and diverging into this EU lore. So like, hey, like let's let's talk about like TIE fighter pilots. Like we want to talk about like uh, X-wing pilots. We want to talk about all these different things um, that weren't necessarily the main focus of the original trilogy. But that EU knowledge just went on and on. We had the books and all that kind of stuff. Whereas I feel like Rogue One is like, hey, we know how much you loved that. All your old trilogy, I mean, old trilogy fans can come back and like look at this kind of stuff. And it's like, wow, that's amazing. That's lots of fun. Yeah, no, I. How do you feel about the, um, about the. Panda, Baba, cameo. In Rogue One, because they were walking through, and it was like, Whoa. it was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay, wow, well, cool. Because of I, I remember sitting next to someone, and they were like, why in the hell are they there? <laughs> I was like, uh, it's definitely one of those moments that you're kind of like, okay, that's great. Like these guys are just here now, awesome. But I think. Uh, yeah, Star Wars is dumb. Star Wars is just dumb and has fun, funny moments like that. And I, I appreciate it in the fact of it's funny to have these characters here for no reason other than just to be like, look, it's, I know those. I know those guys. That's what I, I know those guys. Do you know who you just quoted? Yes. Jeff. I know. Um, it, the Talk With Your Mouthful podcast. Wow. There's a plug. But <laughs> I... I I thought it was really funny because I was like, that is a, a great and yeah. healthy way of thinking about Star Wars is oh, thinking yeah. that like dumb things are going to happen. Yeah. You can either be mad about the dumb things or just get along with it. And I'm like, I respect Star Wars in the most beautiful way. But yes, you are going to experience some dumb things. And I think like, yeah, it's it's stupid that they're there, but at least it's possible. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, it's not. And this is something we actually talked about on Sabak talk is that you can't put logic into Star Wars like you just can't do it uh and it's something super funny that a lot of people try and do uh s- speaking of logic hey Matt um I do not represent logic in any um way shape or form hello yeah. audience and friends how are you doing fellas how are my favorite people Good, oh, good. We're we're doing good. We are just uh, talking about how uh, how the new Andor series um, will m- make fans appreciate Rogue One even more, even though we don't have to really appreciate Rogue One because that movie was already great. Um, and we were comparing it to how fans want some fans watch watch the Clone Wars and be like, you know what, I appreciate the prequels more because uh, because of the Clone Wars TV show. I think when you add more content on any subject uh, in Star yeah. Wars, it kind of opens up the door and the, spreads the light in. Um, yeah, I agree. So I, I, I think yeah, that's that's a good that's a good place to leave off. Why don't you? I mean, where you, I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt uh, whatever was going on, um, but How yeah, I, I, I think yeah. I think Andor has a lot of potential to be. I don't know if it's going to be like the next Mandalorian, you know, because like that just had like such a good ball run. But I remember like pre Mandalorian. Like no one really gave a crap about like that aspect of Star Wars. I think like maybe Boba Fett. He was the only representation of like a really good bounty hunter, or you know just the Mandalorians in general. That's um, fair. Like we we ha- we hadn't had anything that wasn't like 
um expanded universe stuff that was like hey look this is your because like i think the only thing that we ever had was yeah boba fett like where people were like really grasping onto that kind of thing and we knew that he was still alive kind of thing i mean as close as you have that for the uh like the prequel trilogy is going to be like our darth maul i would say yeah that's as close as you're going to get that's pretty I solid agree. yeah um but we we've noticed since disney has taken over lucasfilm or not taking over lucasfilm but taking over star wars that um they're pretty good at creating new content out of old stuff yeah taking the old and making it new mm-hmm. i think they're really good at that uh we've seen it with mandalorian we've seen it with the the <laughs> the sequel sequel trilogy um i mean Kathleen Kennedy might have something different to say about like, you know, the whole star Wars stories and um, you know, like with the solo, uh, how she embodies that as being a botched project that didn't get um, the numbers that they wanted, but this is a streaming service. That's everything's different when it's between film and um, streaming and, and Disney is they're like the hallmark, like of streaming. They're the ones that kind of like made it mainstream other than like Netflix uh, or I'll give Netflix where credit is due. They are the ones that legitimized uh, streaming services, but Disney just took it to a whole new level. And it's probably just because they have so much more content to play with. Uh, and Andor is a point in the timeline in which a lot of the fans of the original trilogy will connect with. Um, it's also a lot of fans of like newer content. Um, with like the sequel trilogy and like the prequels they, they can kind of also connect to it it's like a middle ground and i think that both of them will probably get what they want out of it but mm-hmm. there's no expectations that's also another thing like with kenobi we had expectations of darth or darth vader showing up we had expectations of uh obi-wan kenobi getting to fulfill his destiny as the mentor or overseer protector of you know the twins but this is something that we don't really have any expectations other than like Andor being like doing yeah. nasty things that he re- he that he mentioned in Rogue One. He's like, you have no idea what I've done, and we're gonna see what he's done. So like, we're he's gonna put like the power behind those words that he had in Rogue One. I would yeah. I think a lot of people are are really wanting to see that extra side of the resistance. I mean, um, of being able to see the like the rebellion of just being like how how dark it can get to achieve your goal. Um, yeah. And I, I think that that even at like, it's something that I really want to be, uh, to get into people's heads. Because that's, that's another talking point at like uh, Galaxy's Edge is that you have the uh, First Order and you also have the Resistance, but both of them are playing a role that's not helpful to the actual planet of Batu. That is such a good comparison. Because... I remember watching the beginning of Rogue One and you see the guy climbing out and and then he's like I'm I'm never going to be able to climb out of here without oh, because of my arm and then Cassian's like don't worry it'll be all right and he shoots him in the back and you're like this is a good guy he just like it was like whoa so you, we are definitely going to see the darker side of the rebellion and I think this is something that a lot of people have been wanting to see and from the trailers, we not only did we get to see, um, uh, not only did we get to see uh, the the 
darker side of different things. Uh, you know what? I lost track. It, it's it's weird for me being able to because in the movie, I want to say how many how many points would you say that there actually was something that was dark on screen that you saw that he did that I can remember. It's going to be when he shoots the guy in the back, and he's and it's going to be when he tries to shoot um, Galen or so. Those are the only I two think, times. Yeah, those are like the say, two like, primary times that I'd say his morals were tested. And I think that just goes to show that at the beginning of the film, that was prior to him uh, meeting Jenna or so. Mm-hmm. And it was prior to her challenging his beliefs and the, the, the things that he did for freedom. And Jen introduced him to a less hostile, less aggressive, demonic, dark form of uh just representing uh, freedom and trying your best to uh, to survive and fight for your rights. And it's but, kind of funny because I think it might, see that. might be a lot of a, a part of um, Forrest Whitaker's character's issue because we see how 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 like how he treats other people, and it's not near. It's like not good as well. But he's they're both working together. Yeah, and then he's like, "Ooh, pretty girl, uh, let's let's burn up together in the sun." <laughs> Um, but no, I, I think that's just like a, a, a story plot that the writers came up with, um, you know, with him going from some of this like antagonist that you think he is at the beginning of the film to more of a protagonist on side by side with Jen Urso that she, like I said, introduced him to this, this whole idea. Um, but and yeah, I mean, like in the beginning, he kills somebody, does it without remorse, doesn't care. Yeah. He's doing it for he's doing it for a mission. He's doing it for good cause. So it doesn't matter because the ends justify the means. And yeah. then Jen comes out of nowhere and she's like, the ends do not justify the means. There is a lot more that goes into it. And it affects right. a lot of other people. It's not just you that's at stake here. Yeah, Sol Guerrero and- is like that, too, though. Because because he um, uses that. I forget what that like that creature's called to uh, interrogate the guy. Mole gullet. Is that, is bowl, that what it's called? Mole gullet. Yeah, yeah. Something the, gullet, bro. Something gullet. Yeah. Uh, well, if if David was here, he would say it because him and James love that love that character for some reason. But I, I, I'm excited to see Coruscant. I and in the trailer, we actually saw a lot of Coruscant. And we haven't gone back like fully where we're exploring different scenes and you know different aspects of Coruscant since um, since Revenge of the Sith. Like we saw, you know, those Order sixty six scenes, but I'm talking about like actual uh, different perspectives of live action of Coruscant, and we're finally gonna get that. And I think the show will be a little bit political. Um, because it has to kind of show you what the Senate was like after the fall of the Republic. And I think that's definitely going to play a decent part of the show. And we'll probably see Bale. We'll, we'll definitely see Palpatine. I would be surprised if we didn't. Um, and it's just going to be interesting because this isn't, this isn't the only time that we'll see uh, Coruscant this year. We'll see it in Bad Batch season two, and we'll actually see the Senate as well because in that one shot it shows Omega kind of looking out, and then you see you know Palpatine there. So I am very excited. For that. Mm-hmm. What do you expect? What are you expecting 
to see it with Palpatine. Like, like is he going to make like a small cameo? He's going to be in multiple episodes. What's his? What do you think is? I I know Ian McDermott's saying you know he wants to play the character as much as he can. Um, I wouldn't doubt that he, he like can't. pops up in like a hologram kind of thing. Oh yeah. I was kind of expecting him to sh- show up in Obi Wan Kenobi, um, and he did. And I was like, "Awesome, cool!" Like, and it, 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 it wasn't. It to me that cameo wasn't forced. It wasn't um, overplayed or anything. It was just like it was just him on the phone with him. I was like, "All right, cool." He's on the like, phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he was like, "Dude, you failed again. Come on, bro. Come on." He's like. Mom, get off the other line. Talking <laughs> to Palpy. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I think he that was a tasteful little cameo for him. Uh, I don't think any more was necessary. Um, but yeah. maybe it would be better. And maybe we'd actually get to see how Palpatine interacts with the Senate. Um, because I remember at the end of or at the beginning of New Hope when they talked about how they like gave like more powers to Palpatine and like he was like, the Senate will never go for this. And I was like you don't have to worry about them. I took care of them. But like the relationship you... that existed prior to what are you talking about? Oh, for for me, it was super funny to see him at the end of Re Revenge of the Sith of where he's like, you know, uh where where, where, where he was like, The attack on my life has made <laughs> me mentally scarred. And I was just like, too. He's like, now I'm gonna rule over the galaxy with my Yeah, I'm just like, mentality. bro, yeah. that that is so like over the top. No one wanted funny. to f- red flag this guy. Yeah, even Padme was like, "This is how democracy dies." With thunderous applause. But like, you don't want to like, I don't know, say something. But for Andor, we actually did talk about this on Sunday. But I Sunday, to Sunday, Sunday. So this right here isn't like official by Disney. Someone made this and kind of okay, d- like did the math and everything for all the episodes. <laughs> Like because there's there's supposed to be twelve and then these are the dates lined up and then these okay. are the actual like writers and directors and everything. Oh my god, watch and them skip the like one of those time. days and ruin that schedule. That's <laughs> funny. This entire series was my least um hyped up one, and now I think it's becoming my most the one I'm most excited for. I well do we think this is gonna be darker than the Mandalorian? I I would assume so. I'm hoping if they want to. So. If they want to, how dark is the Mandalorian to you? What about it is, it is super dark? So I thought that it's not that it was darker. I just feel like the theme of it was more adult themed than other Star Wars projects. And then we got to Kenobi. Like and I was a, like, I was like, I right. hunter babysitter. That's yeah, I was like, right, cool, cool, cool. And 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 then I was thinking that the Book of Boba Fett was gonna be, you know, super dark. And then I was like not as you know not not really to me essentially um except for the parts of where like you know he was dealing with his past but this one seems like it will be dark 24 7 i don't think there will be that many light moments and and obi-wan kenobi there were some light moments but uh but in andor i think there's going to be a it will be dark 24 7 i don't think there I'm will completely be completely happy with them going in a serious tone though yeah that's great not like a rated R tone, right, Josh? You know, because stop. No, <laughs> no. I uh, okay. <clears throat> How do we feel about the timeline, though? You've got season one, uh, which will take place five years before the Battle of Yavin, uh, and I guarantee in the 
first couple episodes we'll see some flashbacks and then you got season two where it will take place over four years and the last episode would lead directly into the events of rogue one it's gonna be him like running and they're gonna say why he shot the dude (laughs) (laughs) you watch it's gonna be something like that oh oof we'll see yeah uh are we expecting any cameos from characters that appeared in Star Wars Rebels? Do you I think thought you were going to say something see... about Max Rebo. I'm not going to lie. No, I, I, honestly, <laughs> I wasn't going to mention a Max Rebo, but, <laughs> but think, now that you who, mentioned who, who him, you oh think? no, no. Because uh, I honestly think the closest one that you're going to get to is Cal Kestis. I would think He's not Hera. Rebels, but I think no. yeah, Hera is like one of the yeah. Hera and Hera. Chopper would be the biggest one because Hera is be hilarious. Yeah, Hera's already appearing in the uh, in the Ahsoka series, so it w- it would make sense if they were like, well, since we used Hera for Andor, we can put her into Ahsoka. So, Wait, so have you seen that? Have you seen her in live action yet? Because of um, celebration, we saw the back of her head. We saw her head. We saw her. We saw a glimpse of Zeb. We saw the back of. And the, kind of the front of Sabine. Um, how was saw, okay? Was Zeb like how was what did Zeb look like then? To be honest, I because it went so fast and I wasn't looking for Zeb, but then like people like took screenshots from there and like I looked closely and I was like, oh, it's Zeb, but it was like really really blurry, so I couldn't justify it. But I hope that's better a than character. She-Hulk. That's a character that <laughs> okay. Uh, that's a character that I'm excited to see live action because that was the original design that Ralph McQuarrie came up with for Rocka. Yeah, for Chewie. And then they were like, "No, that's that's way too crazy for live action. How do we do something else?" Eerie. And then they and, and and then they brought him in Star Wars Rebels, and I was like, yep, "Okay." Here we go. And I was like, "Cool." How are you going to do that in live action? So apparently he he is in. If he's not voiced by Steve um, by Stephen Bloom, I'm going to be upset because he he brought that character to life and he did such a good job doing it. I, I think Cal Kestis meeting that team would be pretty funny because he would be the same. He's the same species as his master. Yeah, because Zeb's, uh, Zeb's yeah. the same species as his master. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be really funny. Those are the only two these... times we've ever seen those species ever. Was it only two times? I I don't think they're anywhere else in canon, unless they're like hidden in the background somewhere, like yeah. in a crowd, mm-hmm. which they do a lot. <laughs> which is oddly enough where like Star Wars people get the idea for a new species. They're like, oh, it already exists. We'll just pull it out of this crowd, this weird sketch, make it a make it a character. But yeah, right. Uh. So I am very excited for the series. It comes out on August thirty first. We are still. Actually, um, and then we're still waiting on D23, which is happening on September 10th. Mm. And the other show that's coming out uh, right after that, uh, the premiere of Andor, is The Bad Batch. And that is definitely... I'm, I, I love the fact that we are... Good, that, that we will be getting a lot of overlapping Star Wars stuff. We're going to three overlapping television shows. Yeah, because what? Because there's that. Uh, Tales of the Jedi. Tales of the Jedi as well. Yeah, oh my gosh. Tales yeah. of the Jedi, Bad Batch, and Andor will all be all releasing. Overlapping each other. Time. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, shoot. Mm-hmm. For at least a solid month. I think yeah. like the month of October, 
all of them will be going at the same time. That's going to be crazy, bro. I'm excited for that. Uh, but yeah, no, we'll have some good Patreon content. (laughs) Yeah, right now it's just us talking out of our butts about Star Wars, man. That's honestly what this podcast is, bro. (laughs) You caught me, (laughs) but But, uh, new Star Wars content, yeah. So today, um, we posted on our Instagram. Did you post on the Discord, Josh, or no? About what. Because you said uh, you were of the question. Oh, no, I didn't. The question didn't. of the day. And the question of the day was... How many coconuts can you fit in a gallon? Nope. What is your favorite or underrated Star Wars character and why? And we actually got a lot of questions uh, that were submitted. Um, I mean, not questions. Uh, answers. No, actually... Um, um, over 20. That's great. Yeah, because it was last minute. But we are going to pick some of our favorites. I will pick the first one, and I think I know what, um, which one that Josh will pick. But for me, it, um, for me, it was, uh, Panda Baba because he's mad buff. That was the <laughs> that was their whole description. So I mean, hey, I mean, uh, that was by Star Wars Sessions. So yeah, there you go. There's there's that one. Josh, Wait, are we just sharing ours first or? No, no, oh, okay. like because for example, people know what mine I got. Is mine like queued up and ready to go. Oh, cool. what, what was the what, okay? What's the what's the subspecies of if his species? There's like there's like two. So he's like the his species is like the evolved version of the other spiders that you see in um in Clone Wars. I'm almost for sure. Like he he has two two there's two different sides of like his species. I'm almost Who are you sure. talking about? You're not talking about Max Rebo, are you? No, Ponda Baba. Okay, there we go. I was so confused. I was like, "What?" Not Max Rebo. I was like, <laughs> "Why do you have everything is about two, Max, two-legged dude. one, and you have yeah. like you have legs, <laughs> and not a diaper." So <laughs> there's that. Well, um, I, I assume I don't really want to. Yeah, no, um, his so it, it, his character was interesting to me. I don't think his I I I don't think both of their stories are canon anymore, but um. But his friend, the doctor guy, where he's like, "Oh, you better watch yourself." He's um, that was pretty good. He was wanted for, um, he was he was a he was a serial killer in Star Wars, and and he did he did different Frankenstein experiments, and he was wanted by some of the crime families and everything because of how messed up he was. But that was legend, so I, I I don't think it's canon anymore. Ah, it's treason then. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there is three subspecies of them. Interesting. Oh. Hi. So, what the heck? So yeah, Echolish have three subspecies. I think I might have hit something else. <laughs> Different subspecies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it's like that spider one that you see in Clone Wars. I forget which one that, that's actually called. That spider guy. Wait, the 
Yeah, there's like a there's like the four eyed one, and then there's the one that we know. Oh, like Admiral oh, Trench. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are you Species talking about the? Are you talking about the Aqualish? Yes. There we go. Okay, I, I was gonna be like, okay, that that's that, that's that the one. Sense. That's the one. Um, here is another one. Um, no, no, like reason why or anything. I I just thought it was fine, but um, just Zuckus. That's it. <laughs> and Admiral Trent's that spider guy. Because he his, looks like his, a bug. His, his, his species Bugs is bounty a, a harch. Like a, oh, yeah. Uh, that's, the, that's, the, the, that's Admiral Trent. So if you guy. just search up bug bounty hunter, does he come up? Well, let's, let's find out. Now this is Star Wars stuff. Bug mm. bounty hunter. Yes, Star Wars. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it's like when you search up Star uh, um, Dinosaur Jedi. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Look, 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 look! He does, he does come up. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, the uh, the uh, second one is Forlom, which he, <laughs> was also in that scene too. But yeah, Star no, Wars. I I, I was hoping Jedi. that we would have gotten more live action, um, like more of the classic bounty hunters, like in. Book of Boba Fett, like Bosk and Dengar, and we never got them. And I think that was a wasted opportunity. Oh yeah, dude. I think yeah. I think Bosk would have been the number one easy pick. I I loved seeing Black Rasen, but I think Bosk would have gotten more love. Um because of his character was has grown like the love for that character has grown a lot over the years. And I think if he was in Book of Boba and, that, and 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 his species just absolutely hating Wookiees would have been cool, right? And and on top of that, his his backstory ties directly to Boba, like, That's like true. him and Boba, like, kind of made names for themselves. Ah, you son of a cloner! Yeah, together. So I together. I'm, together. I'm hoping that we see him, uh, in the near future in live action. And then, speaking of Bosk, I guarantee there's. Um, I'm looking through. I think I saw one from Hunter earlier. Oh, um, here we go. He said, um, "Jigai Hunter, aka Hunter, um, said Bosk." And then um, he says, What's "He says why?" And he said that manners are their own reward. And I guarantee that's a Bosk quote. He's obsessed with Bosk right now. Um, <laughs> right now, that's his thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then someone uh, said, uh, here we go, uh, that uh, underscore Florida underscore guy said, Vi um, loved her story during the Black Spire book. Um, she's the person with the blue hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I, I feel like she should be, okay. That Florida guy. I, I think nice. that brings back more of this, our, our major points where we like resistance ended right at the wrong time where we never got to see Batu in a show. I I know. And we never that... got to see Batu. There's no Batu in a video game. There's no Batu. The only media you're going to find it is books and I think comic books. I know and it's and it's a disappointment cuz people would be over the moon about that. I think people if They'd be over the spire about that. 
no, I I think if they added if they added Black Spire to Resistance and they ended up going there, I think that would have made the show more worth watching. Um, well, you don't know. A lot of Star Wars coming to, coming out soon. Maybe Black Spire will make an appearance. I and this is something that we actually talked about on Sabak Talk, and 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 it was that I thought that the show was good. I think it ended too early, and that's how a lot of people feel. But I just felt like we didn't get enough time. That was my biggest thing about the entire series is that we we didn't get enough time. Um, to go through the whole story and I th- and something that Jeff uh, said on Jeff Bezos uh, that Jeff said on <laughs> I wish the, uh, on on Sabak talk was that as soon as they wrote that they were going to Batu to you know get fuel for their ship they were like okay now we have to kind of wrap up the story because I don't think they wanted to put that into show because I don't think they were ready for that. They ain't um, ready for this. Du, 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 du. Sorry. So ADHD I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we do get that in live action soon, very soon. Oh yeah, for real. You guys oh, live yeah. it every day, so it's different for you. Yeah. Right. Every day. Every day you live in it. It's it's, it's every day, but it's it's like, hey, give some more <clears throat> substance to the people that like actually want to come and check out the place, like. Yeah. It's it's there in books and comics, but I feel like we've already in like and I feel like we've made this comment before, but it's like until it hits live action and screens, the majority of the people won't see it. Right. And because I mean that, that not everyone wants to action. read a comic. Not everyone wants to, you know, read a book or go on Audible. Uh, but I yeah, know when you read it in a even... book, you have to use your imagination to draw up what it looks like in your brain. You don't actually get yeah. to see it. And like, okay. if you wanted to read a book via Audible, if you want to go to audibletrial.com slash Star Wars, you can do that. Definitely do that. But if you hear it in a book, and I, some of the audiobooks that you see, they'll have like, um, they have like cool like background noises and stuff like that. Like, um, I'm not going to mention the books because I can't, I can't read. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think having your own imagination of what it looks like um, isn't the greatest. And I, I do agree that, um, a, they need to stop going to freaking Tatooine, and B, they need to give some light to other parts and corners of the galaxy. Um, and being the fact that they, they would, they could only benefit. Disney could only benefit from this because they have a, a land dedicated to Batu. What it looks like so when they see it in live action, they'd be like, "You just saw that on the TV screen. Now you can go there. Buy tickets now." And then influx of people to Disney World or Disneyland. So like marketing ploy um good marketing for a location also even if you put it in like i know people that will blow off and don't even like animated stuff like i know people that haven't seen any of the clone wars haven't seen any of the bad batch but they've watched the mandalorian yeah i don't talk to those people very often (laughs) but i i I think if you want to really pop off with batu and you want to pop off with all that kind of stuff that's going on on that planet you would really have to put it in a live action yeah, right, I, almost, I almost couldn't even hang out with Mason just because he doesn't watch Lord of the Rings. But like, <laughs> uh, it's whatever. But people well, that can't like take in at animated versions of Star Wars just because I only can do live action animated. It's not realistic for me. And I was like, well, huh. now, well, yeah. now that we're on that subject, it's um, it's funny because we do have Boba and Fennec at 
at Disneyland's Galaxy's Edge, and they are roaming around a certain part of the land, which means in canon, somewhere in the timeline, they have been there. And then later this winter... Oh, you really want to open this can of worms right now? Uh, is, <laughs> uh, is when, this is a whole other podcast. Yeah, uh, um, is when Mando and Grogu will be there. So during But that they're going to stay in this corner. So only this corner is this timeline. Right. <laughs> right. Because, because they are telling that story of, of, of one of their adventures during like the timeline of the Mandalorian in Book of Boba. So and at some point, we know soon. we go there. So I just think it's interesting on, <laughs> on how they're going to explain it. I'm very curious. They won't. They won't explain it. <laughs> they're going to tell you to just close your mouth or the mouse will hurt you or something. I don't know. Honestly, I just think it's it's like a thing that they did over in, um, in California for the Marvel side. It's like, yeah. hey – we have this this an alternate reality, alternate dimension, or whatever, and we're gonna do whatever we want here. And the multiverse explains everything nowadays. Like, and, why why is this the way it is? Oh, multiverse. Why is that? Why is that person still alive? Oh, multiverse. But they're not doing that in Star Wars. They but were. No, but here's the thing: is I I think that they just kind of were like, hey, you know what? Let's just give people what they want because I'm pretty. They don't have a launch bay over there. I'm almost for sure they don't. No. So that means that the only way you're going to be able to see these characters is going to be like actually at Batu. So it makes sense in my mind where they're like, hey, you know what? Let's just have this as a celebration for Star Wars and everything that is there is Star Wars. Like you're on a planet, sure, but you're going to be able to see the characters that you actually want. You kind of get the air quotes best of both worlds in that sense. But if you if you are a diehard fan that can't have any of that kind of stuff walking around you still have Florida's option because you yeah, also have and I know that because like Disneyland, they have a large difference in numbers in terms of like uh, people that visit every year or at one specific time. And it's a smaller park. So they're much more relaxed in terms of like characters walking out and about amongst the crowd. Mm-hmm. But like, if you were to like have like sleeping beauty or Cinderella walking around magic kingdom, it gets swarmed. They would get trampled. And I don't, I think that's it, but that doesn't really apply to galaxy's edge because it's such this cutoff. Uh, like separate, it almost feels like a separate park inside of a park almost because it's just so secluded that I think they they should make a Star Wars exception that they, I mean, they kind of did it before with like over by the Star Tour stage yeah. where they would have like the, the Jedi training. Um, so it they've done it before. They have the ability to and they're not doing it. I don't know why they're not doing it here, but they're doing it in Disneyland. I don't, I, I don't get it. There I are, thought it had listen, something to do with the. There the are a lot of, of exclusives that they have, which we're not going to talk about. But yeah, you uh, can't get too far into it, but I can. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> no, um, no, it's no, it's. We're, it's we are, we're, we're starting. We're starting to trickle on down of what California has comparatively to us. Yeah, which is I, mean, I don't want been, you guys to really like cross cool any lines with because we're getting like like that. We like. I mean, we just got the. The, the new coins in and I'm I'm really appreciative that we actually have like the the, the, oh, yeah, the, the currency uh, because credits they had released that over in because this is also over in Orlando they have credits at their store over at the Guardians place so Guardians of the Galaxy has their own kind of Zandu credits and I was like I wonder why we don't have that at Galaxy's Edge literally like a week later boom they were there so I'm glad to have that there it's pretty fun seeing those yeah. passed around 
And at some point, we are going to be getting the new Bounty Hunter experience, which is going to be coming out um, exclusively at Hollywood Studios. That's not going to Disneyland uh, anytime soon. They should get like some virtual reality like experience at Galaxy's Edge, kind of like well, they do at you know Disney Springs. You know, you yeah. you tried it, right? I think they yeah. should try that out because VR is like the new thing around here. 4D, but, but like VR is enchanted though. <laughs> See, that's that's another issue that you're kind of running into. Neither is a like, rotating platforms with multiple. So when you go to Doc Ondar's and he's selling you lightsabers, like. What are you actually buying? Scrap metal. Like, is it like scrap a scrap metal. metal like version of a lightsaber that he's, but, he knows it, about? The real question is, where are they getting the kyber crystals? Because those exist in one place. And to get a kyber crystal is an extremely brutal process. So how does a non-force wielder um, mine for kyber crystals, you may ask? Well... Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So we should go talk to Doc about that. That would be a cool question to ask them, to watch them like fluster and in, in pain trying to come up with an answer. Yeah, I love I love messing with cast members like that. <laughs> <laughs> you do too, Colin. Where are you from? Uh, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> That was before I worked there. (laughs) That was during the pandemic. That was during the pandemic. Our friend Sam and I like walked up to someone and uh, uh, and uh, and we're like, "Hey, what a uh, what a planet are you from?" And they were like, "Indiana." I'm not dissing (laughs) the state of Indiana in any way whatsoever. No, that's that is a completely different planet, actually. Mister, Mrs. and Sir's audiences. So you understand. So we so we we gave him another chance and 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 then it was like like the city of where you I'm from that again? and we were just <laughs> you like, want to try know? again? I was like I, I was like all right man he he's not into it. I was like ah. Oh. I was like come on. He's like I've never heard of the plan to Indiana. Yeah. He's like well, it's I, not a yeah. planet idiot. Yeah, it's so, a no, state. Yeah. No, this it's <laughs> I bet he like turned around after you walked away to, at one of his coworkers and like, what the heck was that about? And she just like face palms and like like shake my head. I swear. Oh Matt, we we missed you here on the Star Stuff podcast. If that guy got like a cat complaint because of you, I didn't. I didn't. It would be but a bad day for him. Why? Mm. Oh, okay. All right. Anyways, um, were we talking about something? Yes, we were, and you just went off on your own rant. <laughs> hey, I went off on some Star Wars stuff tangents, which means it's in it's within our bounds. Uh, uh yeah. Here's another one by by Z Nets, um, which I believe is Zach from from Grand Rapids. It uh, is Z Nets. He said, "I think Dooku is underrated due to us not knowing a lot about him." Uh, Jedi Lost is amazing. Well, we are getting tales of we'll find out. Um, tales of the Jedi, and that will have a whole story arc about. Dooku yeah, and he'll and still his, have a head in and, that. So it's and, and his fall to the dark side. What are you on today? Like what? I'm on. I'm not. I'm on nothing except um, for life and excitement. Speaking of Dooku, look at <laughs> what, what Josh him? got today. Oh, look at that! Wow. Uh, wow. We need, you need to log into our uh, our Twitch or our YouTube 
or on Facebook Live to see this video. If you're streaming on podcast, you need to go there. <laughs> Colin, if you could uh, go ahead and point that out to our audience real quick. Uh, yeah. Go on our go on our go on our Facebook here, or you, you can go. You can go. <laughs> you can go. <laughs> what are you on today? Okay. I'm on nothing. I'm just trying to like. I'm trying to promote no, our podcast you are on just... different platforms, and you're just yelling at me. Well. <laughs> Just random ranting was just like where. Well, okay. you gotta remember, Colin. I got a lightsaber over at. at we are Galaxy's interacting edge. with a visual audience at this it's, moment. It's it's, it's really cool. I got Count Dooku's lightsaber over at Galaxy's Edge. It's very well made. I really like. Mm-hmm. It. Have you poked yourself with that tip in the end? I know, right? This is it's, it's kind of funny how serious these are, and they like they can't just say these aren't for kids. But these really aren't for kids. No, like, it's not gonna fit in your hand. It's if you throw this at someone, you're gonna hurt them. Like it, it the entire spike is metal. It's not an it, if. It's not an if. Yeah, it is. Those a will hurt. You know, some kids gonna run around and be like, "Wow, like, dude, it's so rough." Make them sign like a an NDA or something. I don't know <laughs> when they sell those. Also, I don't think I'd buy my kid like a two hundred dollar lightsaber for no reason like that. Yeah. Well, that's oh, that's Florida. I think that's ninety nine percent of the people do that. Well, um, <laughs> that's that's a statement um, about the state of Florida. <laughs> Back to Star Wars stuff. Assange um, Ventress, her reaction at the end of Clone Wars is unmatched, and I mean her her reception. That was, was by reaction. Which one? Uh, that was by M. Tomlinson, nineteen. She's definitely one of those characters that I think translated amazingly well from the Tarnovsky. I think is is that another his name? Yeah. Or the original the original Clone Wars. The, yep. the Samurai I always say just Samurai Jack Clone Wars. Because she's from that. Sa- Samurai Jack. I, that's that's the best way I can describe it. It's the Samurai Jack Clone Wars. Um and they bringing her character over into Clone Wars, I was like, wow, they translated that really well. And we, I think we all think that we wish that the Grievous in the Clone Wars for the Samurai Jack version was the one that we got on screen. In, I just wish the, I could yeah. see a Saz Ventress with a wig on. I want to see what that looks like. She has hair on the book. And she, she actually the, does have hair. Yeah. Yep, yep. She, she, she has hair in that. She actually has hair in her flashbacks. Um, uh, oh, right. She's and, got that little comb over. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, all the stress of being a Sith maybe made her lose it, probably. I don't know. Maybe. What do you guys think? How'd she get rid of it? You think she shaved it off or it just came off? (laughs) Uh, And then this one, uh, this one is the one that I know Joshua will will really like. And it's by Andrew Glad Kowalski. Definitely agrees from Fallen Order. He's a caring guy from Jersey who likes to gamble. (laughs) Not Jersey. <laughs> hey, I mean, he would be pretty funny to. I mean, he's gonna most likely show up in the next one because he's not dead. No, and like it's Mike gonna Frivo? be it, it. It'll be interesting because like the ship is destroyed in the the trailer that we see. Yeah, which makes you wonder what we're gonna have from there on. I'd love to see like a little bit more of his backstory of why he's so untrustworthy and or like how he met how they met each other and that kind of thing, but. I love that ship. As soon as I saw it in the game, I was like, I want a model of that. That's so did, 
so did everyone feel like they like felt the same way about the razor crest and then they made a lego set and it was like oh wow great and then as soon as it they made blew the it set, up. the episode came up and they blew it up and it was <laughs> that is the best. Uh, I, I i was like wow <laughs> money well spent no yeah, that, that comment that we made on the night that we were like, yeah, you're like, finally, you built it in like one night. You're like, I can't wait for your newest episode. And then it like turns <laughs> on. And you're like, and then David well, bought like the HasLab version of it. Oh, what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. He's yeah, like, that's right. look at this cool new ship. And I was like, oh, I love that. He like, spent $100 weeks, on that. $800. Weeks, and I was yeah. like, oh, man. And then they were like, guess what? It's blown up now. It's like, that's great. That's amazing. Wow. You what? <laughs> <laughs> So they don't have a Lego. They actually don't have any Lego Jedi Fallen Order stuff except a BD unit that came with the new Lego uh, Naboo Starfighter that that Mando has. That's BD-71, right? Uh, Yeah. I really hope they name it soon because I'm tired of calling it that. It's like, cool. It's like N1 Starfighter. How about, you know, like... How about, how about the that you know what you know okay. what okay why don't you just i just came it? up with a great topic for next week you what better... should his what should mando's new ship be called there you go um the flying saucer <laughs> i don't know the okay well, wizard of oz <laughs> it's just called the wizard yeah. oh my gosh it's the wizard <laughs> <laughs> is it the white or the gray one oh, no it's, it's silver no I, I i got it i know you were saying gandalf the silver surfer no. oh that's already in. never mind well josh what's your favorite underrated star wars character since we already know collins it's kind of like our mascot a little bit salacious crumb really why yes because uh because monkey lizard, I I think I think I want to know more about his story. I want to know how he uh, how he met Jabba. That's all I really care about. Every time I hear him laugh, I just want to like I imagine myself. You want to like, punch him? I know. I imagine Deck myself like the cherry bombing him across the field. <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> just gone yes. out of here. Uh, well, mine's Dexter. Um, Dexter Jetsetter. Uh, he's been my favorite since I ever saw him in Attack of the Clones. Of course. He's my favorite. That's the first. I time. actually just love that whole species. We only see him one other time in Clone Wars, which is awesome. As I mean, like it sucks that like you get you get a slob bad. version of him, and then you get like an ultra lightsaber version of him. There's like, the only two for, versions. Oh my god, that dude is so like beast mode. Like if he wasn't like if he didn't switch over, I, w- I actually I would love to see him in a pre like. Before he was corrupted by the Sith, I want to see a version of him before he was a terrible person, <laughs> because like I just think that like that's awesome. Him having two double wielded lightsabers and he stands up at like seven feet tall with four arms and he's ripped and he's got his Jedi robes and it's so cool. I love his like the only the only armor he needs is like some four arm guards and some fist guards that you see on like Kenobi. I just Pong. Pong Krell was this very interesting Jedi that I was like, oh, okay. And then as soon as he turned the clones against each other, I was like, I want this man punished for his crimes. <laughs> I want his head on my wall. Yeah, I was like, no, dude. 
You killed Waxer. You, oh man, you don't mm. do that. You don't. I mean, but that, I think that that story arc is in like my top three of all Clone Wars is that when they're on that planet, I just love it more than, more than like, I almost want to say any of the other plots that are in this Clone Wars. I don't know. I'd have to like rewatch it for like 60th time to like nail that down. But I'd say it's in definitely top three at this point in time. I can confirm that. (laughs) It was so beautiful. So beautiful. And I love those guys with the like the egg shaped heads with the the, the <laughs> they just talk so funny. Yeah. Their technology was super cool too. Yeah. I did I did appreciate that. Colin, do you have like a runner up for a second underrated Star Wars character? If not Maxi. Maxi Pad Rebo. Either either Kid Fist or <laughs> um either Kid Fist or Plo Koon. <laughs> mm. Um Plo Koon. Plo Koon was Plo always Koon. my favorite Jedi growing up. Uh, Plo Koon's pretty great. His, because his character was very interesting. And on top of that, he's only you ever he's see him the only mask? Jedi Master that mm-hmm. actually um, that actually defeated Yoda in a saber duel. And then he could, and, the, and the, this is something a lot of people have been talking about recently. I don't know why. But he also has something called the Force Judgment, which was yellow lightning. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> using Force Lightning was actually uh, forbidden, forbidden for yeah. Jedi to use. But just like Force Healing, Plo Koon found that you know loophole and was like, you know, technically this is not, you know, the same. So he he used it a decent amount of times in Legends. And that dude can like exist for periods of times in the vacuum of space. Like what? Yeah. But oxygen is poisonous to him. That's why he wears the mask. I think. But I was talking about more about like the temperature difference and like the pressure. Oh yeah, that's fair. I was like, those are a couple of key key large aspects as to why people don't exist. I mean, I would love to see him without his mask and his eye goggle things. I think it would be the same oh, as the Tuscan those are Raiders. It. He uses. He just, I always wanted to see a Tuscan. Uh, yeah, it is, it is like Tuscan Raiders, but their like mouth yeah. is like inwards, like yeah. <laughs> like the Predator or something. Yeah, but well, I, I I heard a joke one day that like one day he was sun tanning with those little tiny sun sunbathing goggles, and then his eyebrows folded over top of him. And now <laughs> they just got stuck there. Yeah, they got he got, <laughs> he got stuck with his sunbathing goggles on. Yeah, he's kind of like uh, like Spider Man. He needs it. He needs something to hone in his senses because he has sensory overload when it's everything. He needs like little fellas. Right. So I am I'm 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 right. hoping one day that we get to see uh a Tuscan Raider without his mask, and then we also get to see um Plo Koon species um as well. And something else which I really was really hoping that they would have has nothing to do with Tuscan Raiders or Plokin species, but it would be Jabba's son. Um Zero? Not not no, Zero. His, that's his uh That's his cousin. uncle. Um, that, yeah, yeah. Um the one that was rec- rescued in the Clone Wars film. Yeah, I forget what the the, the name? name of it. Is. Stinky was it Rada? <laughs> Stinky. It's something that, stupid. That's what that's what Ahsoka called it. Yeah. The, it had a name. I don't know. I watched that yeah. episode like two days ago. And they and they just never they never talked about him again. Like he was nothing. And it's like, you know, Jabba is pretty old in Return of the Jedi, and then his son is a lot younger than him. Why isn't he in the? 
Yeah, why you is know? he not the major domo? What? Why did he get to like succeed that? And uh, maybe we're gonna and, find out in like a year that he actually like died. Yeah, I um, think that that's how they might explain it. Because if you watch the Book of Effect, you're like, oh, okay, you know, there are new huts in town, and then they 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 <laughs> peace out. <laughs> they there created, goes the neighborhood. Well, well, they they created the twins for the show. They like never existed. You like yeah. didn't know who they, they were until they showed up in the show, and you were like, "Oh, they made, like okay, a cool. tiny little cameo." And they're like, "You know what? You can have it. We're good. We're out." Yeah, but um, yeah, that's pretty cool that they made two new characters from the. I was the right. Clan. His name is Rada. Um, Rada Doogie Amanada. But we actually don't know what happened to him. It's really interesting. It doesn't list it there in the canonology of it. Um. On Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Is that how you pronounce it? Wikipedia? The only thing that we know is that he was returned to um he was returned to Jabba and Dooku tried to blame the Jedi and then you know Yeah, I was there. The I remember. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I remember like I it was yesterday. <sighs> well, that's cool. As you guys can see, there's there there there's not a lot of Star Wars news happening right now. We will we are in mid Star Wars season right now. We are not. Did you guys already the... talk about the nominations. That was the first yeah, we thing did. we talked about. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yep. So, uh, cool. but Great. we, uh, but we have a lot of content uh, coming out on our. Patreon. I'm actually dumping content on there. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. haven't all that dump over there, bro. Just piling Just... it on as much content as possible. Uh, and Mason is actually recording uh, the other chapters of the like Brotherhood back on the show. Yeah. So they Ooh, are. Mason? Yeah. He was a great guest, and I really hope that we have him on again. I, like really I, I love that our like Star Wars like... stuff podcast like logo is just on Obi Wan right there. That's great. I didn't make that. It was, it was... <laughs> I didn't do that. It wasn't me. It's someone else. It's a watermark. But we uh we we got a lot of great feedback about Sabak Talk and our friends from the. Uh, from the talk with your mouthful podcast were um, were great and we are going to have them on again for the next episode of Sabak Talk so stay tuned for that we have a bunch of unboxing videos coming your guys' way on there there's a lot of that means right toys potential giveaways potential giveaways for our top tier giveaways uh, boo, 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 boo. What tier is that? The the black kyber? Yeah. Yeah. 66. What do you want? Um okay. <laughs> he's on a whole bunch of spice, boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um is there, any, is there anything is there anything else that we would like um, to uh no, uh, I, that's gonna. I'm gonna go record my 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 nonchalant random stuff podcast so I can talk about other things on there. Cool. All right, well, we're on Instagram <laughs> at Star Stuff Podcast. We're on Twitter Woo-hoo! at Stuff Pod. Yeah, we're let's on go TikTok. Twitter! 
first Star Stuff podcast. We're on Yo, Facebook. TikTok. We have a lot of what fun that on, on the facey. Please email us at starstuffpodcast at gmail.com. And Our we're on Gmail, Audible. Yo. Matt, talk about Audible. Audible. Uh, the audibletrial.com sports last stuff podcast where you can get all of your reading needs read to you. You can listen to it in the car, at the gym, in the classroom, when you should be learning. You can do it at the pool if you have those cool waterproof, cool little headphones. You can do it anywhere you need it. At the most convenience, Audible's for you. Do it at audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast. That That's wasn't it. even scripted, dude. Good job. Run uh, a review and give us, you know, an honest review on Apple Apple Podcasts. Preferably five stars. Go on our YouTube. Go on our website, stuffpodcastnetwork.com. We're also mm-hmm. on Twitch. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of fun on there. Mm, you walk on. I can I can smell it now. Yep. It smells like burning indoor. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's the dream. That's the dream. So, guys, from all of us here at the Star Stuff Podcast, we love you all. Don't worry. Love more you. story stuff is on the way. And may the force be with you. Always. Always. Always.